Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Part of the 101 Ash Street saga is settled, and the city of San Diego will take ownership of the building. The San Diego City Council voted 6-3 to three Tuesday to settle the city's lawsuits over leases for 101 Ash Street and Civic Center Plaza. The agreement will drop claims against the building's landlord and lender while allowing those parties to collect $132 million. Watchdog reporter Jeff McDonald joins me now. Uh, Jeff, give us a recap of what happened at yesterday's hearing. Uh, hello, Christy. Uh, so yesterday's hearing, uh, they drew uh, probably about 15 public speakers. The, uh, the item on the agenda was to consider a settlement proposal hashed out by uh, Mayor Todd Gloria and his senior staff, as well as a contract lawyer that the city hired uh, with lawyers uh, representing Sistera Development and uh, that company's lender, CGA Capital, a uh, Maryland-based uh, financier. Uh, the deal put forward and approved by six of the nine council members calls for the city to pay $132 million for the two buildings. Um, both of which actually uh, require uh, modernization and repairs uh, estimated to cost up to another $175 million. So the reason this was so controversial is because uh, the Ash Street building appraised at $67 million a few years ago, uh, and the Civic Center Plaza, even less than that, just $44 million. So the city has invested, um, you know, incredible amounts of money for properties that uh, that uh, appraisers didn't think were worth anywhere near what the public uh, taxpayers are investing. Uh, so you mentioned six, four, three against, uh, you know, what reasons do council members give for their votes? Uh, well, the mayor and the council majority said that uh, this deal would provide certainty to the city uh, in an era that has uh, in a, in a litigation that has uh, lingered for uh, for almost two years, uh, and that and was uh, you know very likely to proceed for uh, years to come. They said five to eight years, but that's speculative. Uh, it is likely, of course, that whoever prevailed in the in the lawsuits uh, might appeal, and that's what they were referring to. Now, I should say that trials are scheduled just months away, uh, early next year, like January. Uh, and so they, uh, the city attorney uh, strongly recommended the council reject the deal. She said uh, she basically pleaded with the council to let her go to trial, that this deal was lopsided, did not represent the taxpayers' interests, and that uh, it showed uh, bad form on the city's part by paying off uh, the very people they called bad actors uh, last year and said were uh, guilty of corruption. So it is an interesting precedent that the city has set here, the council majority. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. It does not end the litigation in any in any way uh, just now. It just does away with the two primary defendants. So uh, the, the cases uh, move forward in court. Right. So like you just mentioned, Sistera and CGA Capital are off the hook, but real estate broker Jason Hughes and some contractors remain in the lawsuit. So what will happen with that? What is the well, city hoping to gain? Well, the, the two big players are, are bought out. So the leases are... Uh, are, are going to be uh, paid for. The city is going to own the buildings, and they consider that a win because they want planning authority over that acreage. Um, but even the city, uh, the mayor's own report said the Ash Street properties, uh, you know, even if it were dirt lot, it'd be worth, I think it was 36 to $42 million, and they paid, you know, more than twice that. So 
there's that. The remaining defendants, Mr. Hughes, uh, he's the uh, former volunteer real estate advisor to several mayors uh, who uh, ended up getting paid $9.4 million on the back end of these two deals um, confidentially. They, uh, uh, that's, those transactions are under criminal investigation by the district attorney's office. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, his lawyers uh, insist that he informed uh, multiple city officials that he intended to be paid. So according to Mr. Hughes's lawyers, he looks forward to his day in court and, uh, and will be vindicated. Uh, the contractors, I'm not sure what will happen, obviously. That's the, that's the reason you settle litigation, because you can't tell what's going to happen. But probably the cases will be uh, settled down the road. Uh, perhaps some insurance money kicked in by the uh, the remaining defendants, uh, the contractors I'm referring to in this case. Uh, and then we'll see what happens. There's also that taxpayer case brought by uh, a, a, a restaurant analyst named John Gordon. Uh, and that case is unrelated to the yesterday's uh, city council action. And that also is scheduled for trial uh, early th uh, this coming year. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, the action yesterday by the city council uh, did not settle um, anything. Um, didn't did not nearly settle everything. There's there th this Ashtree thing is going to be with us for some time to come. Well, the the San Diego County District Attorney's Office has its own investigation going on. What's the latest with that? Uh, well, that's interesting. That's been a, a long simmering, is how I described it uh, the other day. Uh, and the district attorney, for obvious reasons, doesn't discuss its ongoing cases. So uh, we know from uh, public records last October that they exercised five search warrants uh, in October, including at Jason Hughes' home in Rancho Santa Fe and Sistera offices. Uh, so they seized a whole boatload of uh, materials. Uh, just last Thursday, the district attorney and uh, her prosecutors went into court uh, asking a judge to resolve a dispute between the subjects of the investigation uh, and the prosecutors and uh, Sistera and Mr. Hughes are claiming that the material seized by the district attorney's agents uh, is privileged, attorney-client protected by the attorney-client privilege, and they want a judge to uh, uh, resolve that, uh, that dispute. Now, what was really interesting in the DA's filing, which was very uh, comprehensive, uh, is it included a lot of uh, interesting communications between Mr. Hughes and uh, the CGA, uh, excuse me, the Sistera principals, uh, you know, who, who made millions of dollars each. The, some of the communications reflected their uh, common intent to uh, keep secret the, uh, the, the profits that Mr. Hughes uh, earned from the Ash Street deal and the Civic Center Plaza deal, uh, which of course doesn't raise his questions, I should say, about how, uh, you know, how, how well he disclosed his uh, involvement in the lease if they wanted to keep his profits secret. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, the district attorney doesn't really discuss the, uh, the case, but uh, there's a hearing on this privilege question in two weeks. So uh, we'll see what that, that judge decides. Yeah, so, so say Sestera is found of, you know, or is convicted of criminal wrongdoing. I mean, does that have, does that change the city of San Diego settlement in any way? I don't think so. I'm not a lawyer. Perhaps there's a legal argument to be put forward by the city, but one of the big elements of the deal yesterday, and, and I 
for the life of me, couldn't figure out why this benefits the city. And the city attorney, uh, again, recommended strongly against it. But this deal indemnifies Sistera uh, and CGA Capital from any future uh, liabilities or claims or whatever related to these leases. So presumably, if Sistera is uh, charged criminally, uh, found liable criminally, uh, the city's preempted from going after them for uh, for damages because of this settlement they agreed to on a 6-3 vote. Uh, it's a real head scratcher to a lot of people who are uh, wondering why the city was so quick to settle just months before trial. Gotcha. Well, as you mentioned, this is just one part of the overall picture. So where does the Ash Street saga go from here? Great question. Uh, just today, I attended a press conference with uh, a lawyer and uh, the Reverend Shane Harris, who uh, represent a number of workers, city employees and contractors who were allegedly exposed to asbestos during the uh, repairs and the effort to get the building open to the public. Uh, they uh, they describe conditions that uh, apparently were quite dangerous where these workers were breathing in asbestos every day and that the city did nothing to uh, provide them protective gear. Uh, they downplayed the threat to their public health uh, and they filed, uh, I think they're up to 56 separate plaintiffs in a number of lawsuits that are likely to be consolidated uh, later this year, next year. Uh, the gist of the press conference today and a story I'm working on now uh, regards the uh, demand uh, that these uh, blue collar workers be taken care of by the city in the same manner as the uh, as the white collar investors at uh, Sistera and CGA Capital. So it was an interesting argument they put forward. Okay, Jeff McDonald, watchdog reporter at the Union Tribune. Thanks as always for your reporting. You bet. Thank you, Christy.